Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. And with us right now, we've got Tom Schwab. Tom, you are the founder and chief evangelist uh, officer for Interview Valet. You're on the web at interviewvalet.com. Thank you so much for joining us. Josh, I am thrilled to be here. So I think this is like our third attempt at actually recording a podcast because you, you and I have been friends for a long time. We're, you know, kind of been in the podcasting world for a long time. Military veterans, like we get to talking. Our last call, uh, we were talking and about half hour into a 45 minute conversation. Well, Tom, what are we, what were we supposed to do on this call? <laughs> Can we start, to, you know, I, I love what you do. Um, you know, I, I love your, your, your purpose, your, your mission behind what you do. Uh, I think that what you do is, is disruptive in the world of PR, um, which I absolutely love. So we're going to talk about um, podcasts. We're going to talk about um, kind of the growth of your own company, uh, how you've been able to grow and scale it. Uh, and then we'll, we'll kind of geek out a little bit about why being a guest on podcasts is such a great opportunity. Perfect. So start off, how did you get into this world? Well, to me, everything is evolutionary, not revolutionary. So you mentioned I was in the, the Navy. My first job out of college was running nuclear power plants. Mm. So that taught me that everything can be systematized, can be made into a process, can be refined. I always say, you know, our success comes in our systems. And if somebody can't explain their systems to you, they don't understand them. They're making, they're making it up every time. So went through um, and uh, through corporate America and then had a uh, direct to consumer durable medical equipment um, company uh, at a HubSpot event uh, inbound conference. We were voted the second sex unsexiest product out there. Uh, but basically, we used content to build it from a regional player in Michigan to a national leader and ultimately sold it. Uh, something wow. called inbound marketing, using content to attract, engage, and delight. And a dozen years ago, that used to be guest blogging, right? Instead of putting a blog up on your own site, having it seen by three people, well, go out to a site that already has lots of listeners or readers. Uh, 2014, I decided, I wonder if you could use this on podcast interviews. Use it just like guest blogging. Get out there where the audience was. We tested it. It worked great. So great that I thought, it's got to be the personality. It's got to be the niche. There's no way this could work 25 times better than blogs. So we kept testing it. Um, wrote a book about it. Actually did a course, but never fully released the course. Because people weren't getting results with it. What they told me is, you've given me the cookbook. You've given me the videos. I don't want to be the chef, right? Mm -hmm. I want to be the guest. You take care of all the rest. So in 2015, we started a beta test, a done-for-you podcast interview marketing service. Uh, took it out of beta in 2016, became Interview Valet. And today, we serve over 100 um, coaches, consultants, authors. We do a lot of virtual book tours, um, brands, you know, uh, leading companies, software as a service. And we've got a team 
uh, of 18 uh, that's all geographically remote because not everybody wants to live with me in uh, Kalamazoo, Michigan. <laughs> now, truth be told, I am from Kalamazoo. <laughs> I, and that's another thing, of course, we have in common. Uh, technically north of Kalamazoo. So a uh, little town called Plainwell, which is where you stop for gas when you're up, on your way up to GR. <laughs> and ice cream. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we do have a plain old ice cream. You know, uh, Christy Wilson Delk actually I talked with her yesterday, and we did a podcast interview, and she spoke really highly of your systems. And so, um, you know, for someone who's doing this type of work, when you say systems, what does it break that down for? But what does that mean, and why is this so critical? Right. And so, people will come to us and say, "Can you help me get on a podcast?" And I always say, "Well, if you want better answers." You got to ask better questions, right? Getting on a podcast, there's 850,000 of them, right? You don't need help getting on a podcast, but just getting on a random podcast isn't going to help you. So our systems are a way to make the maximum return on investment for our our clients' time and their money because both of those are very valuable. Mm -hmm. So we make sure that we get all of the information that the host needs, the right way to pitch them. Um, And then we go through and it's a very systematic way. We find the podcast. We've got a a system, an algorithm to find those right podcasts. Uh, We draw on our experience, our database. Uh, We've been doing this um, podcast interview marketing longer than anybody. And we have booked more interviews than any company out there. So you're always learning from that and tapping into the relationship. So that's one of the things that people always tell us that uh, they're amazed by our systems, right? Um, We've got Fortune 500 companies that are amazed at the onboarding process or that everything that they need personally all their interviews are in an online dashboard. They can look at it from their phone five minutes before the interview. Um, and to me, that's we had to do it that way because we're serving a global audience. We're serving you know, uh, clients in the Middle East and podcasters in Australia. We can't tell them, hey, uh, call us um, Monday through Friday, East Coast time, uh, mm-hmm. nine to five. The world doesn't work that way anymore. Yeah. And so uh, in terms of, you you talked about um, someone who is uh, wanting to get more visibility for the work that they do. Well, it's not rocket science on how to be a guest on a podcast. Like they technically... I mean, they could just have their, hey, you know, point to their assistant and say, you, you know, go and email a bunch of podcasters and and ask if I would be a great guest for them, right? Um, but interview valet obviously need to improve on that system and kind of talked about that a little bit. Um, but what would be the kind of the, the USP or the, you know, um, you know, and you kind of, again, you kind of talked about that a little bit, um, but why does that, the interview valet method generate a better return on investment? Yeah, and it really becomes you're tapping into our relationships. You're tapping into our knowledge of the market and our relationships. It's the same way, uh, uh, regular media, right? If you want to be on the Oprah show, yeah, you can pitch yourself. You could hire a VA from the Philippines to pitch yeah. you to the Oprah show. Now, right. I know it doesn't exist anymore, but what are your chances of getting on there that way? Slim to yeah. none, right. right? We did a study a couple of years ago. It was actually 2017, and it showed that the top 20% of podcasts say yes to cold pitches less than 1% of the time. Those shows that you want to be on, um, you know, Pat Flynn, great podcast, voted podcaster of the year. Mm -hmm. I remember having dinner with him and he told me they get pitched 
over 300 times a week to be on his show. Oh. They don't even look at the pitches no. because they don't take cold pitches. So, uh, you know, you could spend a lot of time trying to get on the right podcast and it'll never work. You really need um, that insight of what podcasts are best for you. Mm-hmm. And then also to tap into those personal personal relationships so that you can get that introduction. Because at the end of the day, you know, there's three types of people that podcasters want on their show. They're friends, they're friends of friends, and people, they want to be their friends. Yeah. Nowhere in there does it say cold pitches. Right. <laughs> so, you know, being a guest on a podcast is one thing and you can, sure, you know, you can get that visibility, but the visibility is just one benefit to being a guest on a podcast. What are the other benefits that, that you share with your uh, clients in terms of, no, here's why you want to be a guest? Yeah. And you're right. Visibility is where most people stop. Yeah. And I view that like a, a firework going up. It makes a big flash and it's like, Ooh, that was pretty. And then Afterwards, nothing comes of it, mm-hmm. right? So you've got to go beyond that. So our algorithm looks at a lot of things. One of it is the website. Every one of these podcasts should have show notes and should be linking back to you, right? Because that's going to help your organic search. We've got some clients that are just doing it for the SEO value. The other thing too is what we have learned from all of our testing is there's a system to getting people to go from being a passive listener mm-hmm. to an active visitor to your site, and then an engaged lead. So many people just go, wow, I had a great interview. Well, what was your point? Where did you take them for more information? Did you send them to a dedicated welcome page? Did you make it easy for them? I've heard so many interviews where they'll never mention the name of their site, they'll never mention the name of their book, or when people say how to get in touch with you, yeah. um, it's come sign up for my newsletter. Or they'll, they'll rattle off every um, social media spot they are. And our testing is always shown, send them to one place. So like, you know, you'd say go to interviewvalet.com forward slash TTE for the thoughtful entrepreneur and everything Josh and I talked about mm-hmm. Make is there. Make it easy for them. And it's those little things that make the difference between people, you know, just getting a podcast interview and growing their business out of it. Yeah, for sure. Um, do you what do you recommend in terms of if I'm a podcast guest, should I come bearing gifts or should you know what talk about like that call to action at the end? And I think uh, honestly, a lot of guests really drop the ball on this. And, and I say they drop the ball because they're not helping the audience, mm-hmm. right? To me, the call to action is not buy my stuff. Yeah. It's what can you do to help the person, right? Um, Podcasts are an awful place to sell, but they're a wonderful place to earn the respect, awareness, and trust of people that might buy. So, you know, every digital marketer will tell you one call to action. I don't disagree with them, but every time we have tested this, three calls to action always work best from Mm. a podcast interview. It's almost like having a discussion from the stage, right? Meet people where they are. So give them a small yes, right? Give them something that's a quick win. Maybe come back, listen to my podcast. For us, I always give, you know, a checklist. Uh, you know, in the military, remember we said checklists are written in blood? Make yeah. sure it's somebody else's blood. Right. So there's a checklist that we give to all of our clients on how to be a great podcast guest. So it, no money on it, right? It's a quick win. Um, the medium yes, um, could always be to build the relationship. 
right? So maybe it's a face-to-camera video. For me, I always give away a free copy of my book, you know, Podcast Guest Profits, How to Grow Your Business with a Targeted Interview Strategy. Not that it's costing anything, but it's more of an investment on their time. And then the heck yes, you know, we got the small yes, the medium yes, and the heck yes. Somebody's listened to you for, you know, 15 minutes, 45 minutes. And they're like, wow, Tom understands me. Interview valet helps people like me. Well, don't slow them down in a funnel. Let them, let them talk to you. So for us, the big yes is always, you know, uh, have a discovery call, get on my calendar, something like that. And so for a lot of our clients, it's the same way. You know, if you've got a hot lead, what would you do with them? What would be the next step? Yeah. So Tom, what have you done to scale your business? Obviously there's you know, there's people that try to do this. Um, obviously, there's freelancers that'll be like, okay, I'm going to go out and get you some podcast guest spots, you know, that sort of thing. But Interview with Valet has really kind of soared above uh, most everybody else. Uh, and so what, what do you do for client acquisition? Well, I, I think before we even did client acquisition, we had to go back and say, how do you scale a team mm-hmm. and how do you scale a remote team? Because one of the things that we noticed was the bigger your team gets, the bigger your Rolodex gets, right? The more Mm -hmm. relationships you can nurture, but you've also have to have the infrastructure so that everybody is communicating and sharing their information. And that was a struggle for us. I mean, we've got 18 people now when we had five, I can still remember this, Jamie Masters from Eventual Millionaire. Mm -hmm. Great podcaster, great friend. She called me on a Friday night and she said, you know, Tom, I love you. I love your company, but you're wearing me out. She said, I got pitched from five different people on your team, everyone on our team that week. And we're (laughs) like, no, we've got to give a one-to-one relationship. So now we've got, you know, the podcasters have a one-to-one relationship. The clients have a one one relationship, and then we've built the infrastructure um, so that we communicate internally on all of that. So it's a much better experience, and that's really what we had to focus on and build and and master before we've scaled. And that is, we've got that. That was more or less the 2019 early project. Right. That is awesome. And now we're just really, really scaling up. We still get 70% of our clients come from uh, personal referrals. Mm-hmm. That could be from podcasters, from hearing me on podcasts, you know, podcast interviews work. Um, yeah. I'm on, you know, usually three or four podcasts a week. Um, and then we also get them from current clients that refer other people. Um, we're starting to, wow. uh, well, that's, uh, so, so you eat your own, you eat your own dog food then. Oh yeah. I mean, it's, uh, the Kool-Aid works. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, um, moving forward, I mean, where do you see, I mean, is this something that you see is just going to continue to grow? Um, is, um, are we, is there, uh, supply and, you know, think about the supply and demand of, you know, interview shows versus guests, you know, more and more guests that are wanting to realizing the, the value and power of this. Um, where, where do you see, what do you see happening over the next three years? I think it's a good, the, the, um, Industry is going to mature. Right now, um, the analytics aren't really good. And it's like the gold rush. The maps aren't really good. um, And that's a good thing and a bad thing, right? So for the people that understand it, it's the gold rush, right? We've got software as a service companies that come Mm -hmm. to us that know their numbers and track their numbers. And they tell us their cost of lead acquisition and cost of customer acquisition is the best they've ever seen. 
They're the ones that are going out there and doing it. Other people are like, well, I'm not sure if it works. Well, wait a few years uh, when all the maps are there and it won't work nearly as well. So I think this is going to expand even more and more. What worries me about the podcasting industry and especially the the booking services, if you want to call them that, Mm -hmm. is um, there's three types, right? There's the, the missionaries. They're the ones that love it. We're there at the beginning. They'll be there at the end. I consider ourselves a missionary, mm-hmm. right? Um, now we've gotten the mercenaries, right? People that come in for the profits and there's nothing wrong with that. If they come into the fight to help um, to because it's profitable and this is, it's growing so quickly that we can't handle it all. So we need more people in there. Mm-hmm. And then we've got the looters at the bottom. And that's what always concerns me, right? Mm-hmm. Is you've got the people that come in, just want to take profits, not add anything to it. Yeah. Um, you know, I get pitched, I get pitched probably twice a day to be on my podcast. And some of it comes from people that have paid an agency to pitch them on shows. And it starts, dear Tom, we love your podcast and would love to be on it. Well, the problem is, is I don't have a podcast. Yeah. Right? If you're going to lie to me, tell me I'm pretty. But yeah, right. <laughs> they make the author yeah. or whoever they're representing look like a oh, joke. I we, know. Had, we had one client that hired a firm and four weeks in, they pitched him to be on his podcast as a guest. And he said the pitch was so bad that he said no to it. Oh. So from that standpoint, um, it's like any industry, right? Um, we all need to take responsibility for this and do it in a way that benefits everyone. And that's, you know, our mission is to personally introduce inspiring thought leaders to millions of ideal customers they could serve for the betterment of all. And that means the betterment of our client, the betterment of the host, the betterment of the audience, and the betterment of interview valet. So that's what I always push on um, uh on podcasting and anybody that wants to come in the space and add to it, man, I'll put my arm around you and help you and show you everything I know. But if you're just here to take from the industry, no, thank you. Yeah. Tom, uh, what would be a great, do you have a piece of a great piece of like epic content or something that someone can engage and say, you know, as they've been listening to our conversation, you know, they, they say, you know, I like this Tom guy. I, I feel like he has something to teach me. Like what would be a great way for someone to kind of take that next step and engage with you? You know, I'll put everything right there, um, that, that, that welcome page. If you want to see what a welcome page looks like, mm-hmm. just interviewvalet.com forward slash TTE uh, for the thoughtful entrepreneur. And I'll put the checklist there, a free copy of the book, Podcast Guest Profits. Sells well on Amazon, but uh, I give more away. And then also, if it resonated with you, if you're like, wow, this sounds this sounds interesting. You know, I think I could use this to break through the obscurity and get my message out there. Well, go there to interviewvalet.com forward slash TTE, and you can jump on my calendar. That's great. All right. Tom Schwab, you're the chief evangelist at Interview Valet. Look at this. I'm I'm on your, your dedicated page that you put together. Here's all the freebies right here. Interviewvalet.com slash TTE. Tom, thank you so much. Thank you, Josh. Appreciate all you do. Thanks for listening to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, 
tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm -hmm.